section forty two part two chapter five of the four horsemen of the apocalypse by vicente blasco ibanez translated by charlotte brewster jordan this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter five the invasion don marcelo was fleeing to take refuge in his castle when he met the mayor of villeblanche the noise of the firing had made him hurry to the barricade when he learned of the apparition of the group of stragglers he threw up his hands in despair they were crazy their resistance was going to be fatal for the village and he ran on to beg them to cease for some time nothing happened to disturb the morning calm desnoyers had climbed to the top of his towers and was surveying the country with his field-glasses he couldn't make out the highway through the nearest group of trees but he suspected that underneath their branches great activity was going on masses of men on guard troops preparing for the attack the unexpected defence of the fugitives had upset the advance of the invasion desnoyers thought despairingly of that handful of mad fellows and their stubborn chief what was their fate going to be focusing his glasses on the village he saw the red spots of kepis waving like poppies over the green of the meadows they were the retreating men now convinced of the uselessness of their resistance perhaps they had found a ford or forgotten boat by which they might cross the marne and so were continuing their retreat toward the river at any minute now the germans were going to enter villeblanche half an hour of profound silence passed by the village lay silhouetted against a background of hills a mass of roofs beneath the church tower finished with its cross and iron weathercock everything seemed as tranquil as in the best days of peace suddenly he noticed that the grove was vomiting forth something noisy and penetrating a bubble of vapor accompanied by a deafening report something was hurtling through the air with a strident curve then a roof in the village opened like a crater vomiting forth flying wood fragments of plaster and broken furniture all the interior of the house seemed to be escaping in a stream of smoke dirt and splinters the invaders were bombarding villeblanche before attempting attack as though fearing to encounter persistent resistance in its streets more projectiles fell some passed over the houses exploding between the hamlet and the castle the towers of the desnoyers property were beginning to attract the aim of the artillerymen the owner was therefore about to abandon his dangerous observatory when he saw something white like a tablecloth or sheet floating from the church tower his neighbors had hoisted this signal of peace in order to avoid bombardment a few more missiles fell and then there was silence when don marcelo reached his park he found the warden burying at the foot of a tree the sporting rifles still remaining in his castle then he went toward the great iron gates the enemies were going to come and he had to receive them while uneasily awaiting their arrival his compunctions again tormented him what was he doing there why had he remained but his obstinate temperament immediately put aside the promptings of fear he was there because he had to guard his own besides it was too late now to think about such things suddenly the morning stillness was broken by a sound like the deafening tearing of strong cloth shots master said the warden 
firing it must be in the square a few minutes after they saw running toward them a woman from the village an old soul dried up and darkened by age who was panting from her great exertion and looking wildly around her she was fleeing blindly trying to escape from danger and shut out horrible visions desnoyers and the keeper's family listened to her explanations interrupted with hiccups of terror the germans were in villeblanche they had entered first in an automobile driven at full speed from one end of the village to the other its mitrailleuse was firing at random against closed houses and open doors knocking down all the people in sight the old woman flung up her arms with a gesture of terror dead many dead wounded blood then other iron-plated vehicles had stopped in the square and behind them cavalrymen battalions of infantry many battalions coming from everywhere the helmeted men seemed furious they accused the villagers of having fired at them in the square they had struck the mayor and villagers who had come forward to meet them the priest bending over some of the dying had also been trodden underfoot all prisoners the germans were talking of shooting them the old dame's words were cut short by the rumble of approaching automobiles open the gates commanded the owner to the warden the massive iron grill work swung open and was never again closed all property rights were at an end an enormous automobile covered with dust and filled with men stopped at the entrance behind them sounded the horns of other vehicles that were putting on the brakes desnoyers saw soldiers leaping out all wearing the greenish-gray uniform with a sheath of the same tone covering the pointed cask the one who marched at their head put his revolver to the millionaire's forehead where are the sharpshooters he asked he was pale with the pallor of wrath vengeance and fear his face was trembling under the influence of his triple emotion don marcelo explained slowly contemplating at a short distance from his eyes the black circle of the threatening tube he had not seen any sharpshooters the only inhabitants of the castle were the warden with his family and himself the owner of the castle the officers surveyed the edifice and then examined desnoyers with evident astonishment as though he thought his appearance too unpretentious for a proprietor he had taken him for a simple employee and his respect for social rank made him lower his revolver he did not however alter his haughty attitude he pressed don marcelo into the service as a guide making him search ahead of him while forty soldiers grouped themselves at his back they advanced in two files to the shelter of the trees which bordered the central avenue with their guns ready to shoot and looking uneasily at the castle windows as though expecting to receive from them hidden shots desnoyers marched tranquilly through the centre and the official who had been imitating the precautions of his men finally joined him when he was crossing the drawbridge the armed men scattered through the rooms in search of the enemy they ran their bayonets through beds and divans some with automatic destructiveness slit the draperies and the rich bed coverings the owner protested what was the sense in such useless destruction he was suffering unbearable torture at seeing the enormous boots spotting the rugs with mud on hearing the clash of guns and knapsacks against the most fragile choicest 
pieces of furniture poor historic mansion the officer looked amazed that he should protest for such trifling cause but he gave orders in german and his men ceased their rude explorations then in justification of this extraordinary respect he added in french i believe that you are going to have the honor of entertaining here the general of our division the certainty that the castle did not hold any hidden enemies made him more amiable he nevertheless persisted in his wrath against the sharpshooters a group of the villagers had opened fire upon the uhlans when they were entering unsuspiciously after the retreat of the french desnoyers felt it necessary to protest they were neither inhabitants nor sharpshooters they were french soldiers he took good care to be silent about their presence at the barricade but he insisted that he had distinguished their uniforms from a tower of the castle the official made a threatening face you too you who appear a reasonable man can repeat such yarns as these and in order to close the conversation he said arrogantly they were wearing uniforms then if you persist in saying so but they were sharpshooters just the same the french government has distributed arms and uniforms among the farmers that they may assassinate us belgium did the same thing but we know their tricks and we know how to punish them too the village was going to be burned it was necessary to avenge the four germans dead lying on the outskirts of villeblanche near the barricade the mayor the priest the principal inhabitants would all be shot by the time they reached the top floor desnoyers could see floating above the boughs of his park dark clouds whose outlines were reddened by the sun the top of the bell tower was the only thing that he could distinguish at that distance around the iron weathercock were flying long thin fringes like black cobwebs lifted by the breeze an odor of burning wood came toward the castle the german greeted this spectacle with a cruel smile then on descending to the park he ordered desnoyers to follow him his liberty and his dignity had come to an end henceforth he was going to be an underling at the beck and call of these men who would dispose of him as their whims directed ay why had he remained he obeyed climbing into an automobile beside the officer who was still carrying his revolver in his right hand his men distributed themselves through the castle and outbuildings in order to prevent the flight of an imaginary enemy the warden and his family seemed to be saying good-bye to him with their eyes perhaps they were taking him to his death beyond the castle woods a new world was coming into existence the short cut to villeblanche seemed to desnoyers a leap of millions of leagues a fall into a red planet where men and things were covered with the film of smoke and the glare of fire he saw the village under a dark canopy spotted with sparks and glowing embers the bell tower was burning like an enormous torch the roof of the church was breaking into flames with a crashing fury the glare of the holocaust seemed to shrivel and grow pale in the impassive light of the sun running across the fields with the haste of desperation were shrieking women and children the animals had escaped from the stables and driven forth by the flames were racing wildly across the country the cow and the workhorse were dragging their halters broken by their flight their flanks were smoking and smelt of burnt hair the pigs the sheep 
and the chickens were all tearing along mingled with the cats and the dogs all the domestic animals were returning to a brute existence fleeing from civilized man shots were heard and hellish ha-has the soldiers outside of the village were making themselves merry in this hunt for fugitives their guns were aimed at beasts and were hitting people end of section forty two